this episode is going to sound pretty weird to anyone outside of Northern Ireland or outside the new NI as I like to call it and that I'm trying to help create here. Now this is episode 74 of the Speed Mentor podcast. My name is Gavin Wall and I'm your host and today you'll be talking to the wall about money amongst other things. I don't think we've ever even mentioned the word money before and this is episode 74. Now money as I said isn't something that we like to talk about in Northern Ireland. In fact it's totally frowned upon. But I want to put it out here, or put it out there today, that money is not intrinsically evil, or it's not intrinsically good. It's just an inanimate object. Now, the acquisition of it can do great things for your personal life, for your family life, for charities, if you want to help charities and other people. Albeit, I would have to say that the pursuance of it is often the one thing that will guarantee that you don't acquire it. Now, because of the stigma attached to it here in Northern Ireland... Those who have it largely pretend they don't or keep themselves ensconced in a handful of golf and country clubs dotted the country across the country. Now, they often don't interface with too many outside their own social and economic class. But I worry that because of that negative stigma attached to money, allied to that splendid isolation of those that have acquired it or worked out how to acquire it, that the knowledge and even more importantly, the desire to attract it into one's life is not spread to those who don't have it because of a lack of exposure to that desire, and that this creates a real problem for prosperity in Northern Ireland as a whole. Now, the only sounds that dominate our airwaves are those of the green and orange Punch and Judy shows that we hear on the Nolan Show every day, and anyone who dares to talk about the accumulation of success and the financial reward, which is usually a byproduct of that success, is lumped into a basket of non-caring right-wingers whose only place in society is to be wheeled out to argue against Bumper Graham or the like on that aforesaid Nolan show. Now, I want to try and help break this dynamic to show that you can seek success or wealth and be celebrated for that choice and not mocked uh, and uh, give back also if you've acquired it, give back to society at the same time. In fact, I think you're more likely to be able to give back to society as you tend to create abundance around you, as you create wealth and opportunity for those around you. So the more wealth you create, the more opportunity you have to give back also. Now, interestingly again, there has never been a billionaire in the history of Northern Ireland. And there's a very good reason for that. Because there isn't enough access or human um, to the humans that know how to acquire millionaire status. And there isn't enough intellectual capital prepared to challenge challenge the status quo here, nor is there an adequate flow of ideas or money into Northern Ireland to enable a billionaire to be created. Now, I'm sure there are quite a few in the South, and there's obviously lots and lots in England and Scotland. Now, I don't uh, say that because I'm upset that we don't have a billionaire, but I would prefer that there were some. Um, but I highlighted the flag up our crippling dependency on the state to fund our infrastructure as there's so little wealth generation and tax tick from Northern Ireland, which is absolutely crippling all of us. Now, the lack of a billionaire is symptomatic of the lack of aspiration and wealth in the level below billionaire status. And then the failure of those who have worked out how to gain wealth and attract it into their lives to provide their knowledge and assistance back down to those 
who really have no idea how to do it. I know this might all sound a bit cryptic. I'm, I'm not sure if you'll get this episode at all, but I hope that that's making some sense. Consequently, I believe that most people in Northern Ireland will probably say, we don't want any fucking billionaires here anyway. They're only leeches and their mindsets. And that's the mindset that we're up against. I don't think the billionaires are leeches. Now, trust me, if we create a billionaire, there'd be lots of millionaires and even more families extremely well off on the back of our first billionaire. Now, I'm dipping my toe into these waters and I'm likely to get a bitten off by those with an agenda. But I've built up enough scales to handle the heat and I believe I've done more than maybe anybody else to encourage others who have the ambition to want more and even more importantly provided the tools to show them how to achieve it. So I feel that I can maybe dip my toe into this particular pond. Now a few years ago no one talked openly um, about success in Northern Ireland but I blew the fucking lid off that particular can and now there are entrepreneurs, SME owners, owner-operated businesses, small enterprises up and down the country openly talking about success in a way that would have been slapped down only a few years ago. Now, I take a lot of pride in helping achieve that for providing the top cover people needed for taking the hits from the haters. And whilst we've still got a long way to go and success and abundance needs to be embraced even more as a concept, I want to dip my toe in the water and talk about money and wealth on this episode. But ironically, it's the pursuit of adding value that is the truest path to achieving wealth and you can easily develop a mindset to put you on the right path. Before we get started, I often think the following, that if you knew how tough it was to make a fortune, you'd stop right now. But if you knew how satisfying it was, that would make you keep going, folks. Therein lies the dilemma for every single one of us. This stuff is extremely tough, but the rewards are huge if you have the chops to undertake it. But today, I want to give you a trigger point. A single concept that you can go away with and think about that will help you work out how to unlock the secret of creating wealth and a legacy for you and your family and those around you. i let you know what the tipping point is of a millionaire mindset in just a wee tiny snippet. A millionaire mindset. Now, you're getting close to thinking with a millionaire mindset when time becomes more valuable than money. So when time becomes more valuable than money, you're getting close to thinking uh, like a millionaire. I'll just say that once more. It's when time becomes more valuable than money. In other words, when your value is no longer measured in an hourly rate because you can create value to yourself and those around you. This is more than just passive income I'm talking about here. This is that you've developed yourself, your network, your contacts, your knowledge, your expertise, your insight, your experience, um, your value add to such a level that no one would think of asking you about your hourly rate because it's the value that you add and you determine that yourself, that value, rather than waiting for somebody else to name a price on it. Now that's a scary, a pretty scary concept to consider and my tummy skipped a bit even just saying it out loud. But when you realise that and you embrace it, then you're well on your way, folks. So let's say, for instance, that you're currently getting paid by an hourly rate. Um then your personal turnover is based exclusively on the hours you work and you cannot physically generate wealth above the amount of hours that you can work. Look, a passive income opportunity, a side hustle or a huge dose of leverage and outsourcing could do the trick. 
But unless you develop yourself and the value you can bring, you're capped on your hourly rate. Now, ironically, it's when you stop thinking about money that the opportunity to create it and earn more of it um, generates itself. Now, there's lots of money. There's lots and lots of money in the world. It just hasn't been attracted to you because you're too busy charging your hourly rate and working out how to increase your hourly rate from £9 to £11, or from 14 to 15 or from 20 to 24 or from 30 to 34 And by the way, don't think I'm letting you off the hook here. If you're salaried, if you're salaried, you're still on, still on an hourly rate. It's just it's masked up in your salary. So the question you need to ask is this. Who and where should I add value, and what does it look like? When you do this, you will generate value and ultimately wealth. Look, I'd love to see and help create lots of millionaires across Northern Ireland and beyond. And hit me up if that's what you want to do. Now look, we've more listeners in London now than we have in Belfast, but the same principles apply. Now the downside in London is you practically need to be a millionaire to lead a good standard of living. But whilst that's a downside in London, the great news is that London has so much wealth and you're so much closer to those that have it, that attracting it to you and the knowledge around it is a lot easier once you develop this mindset. Now, just on a simple level, if a billionaire lived next door to you, would that be a great opportunity to learn um, from someone um, or to add value to someone that already had great wealth? Think about it. You're charging yourself out at whatever rate, but who do you know that already has philosophy in their life, who has created wealth at scale, and what could you do to generate value into their sphere? Have a think about that, folks. Is there anybody out there that must be that you come in contact with that already has wealth, that already has the knowledge? That's the person you should be trying to, you know, like they say, the average of the five people that you spend your time with. That's where you need to be buddying up and show them what value you can, you can add there. So stop thinking about your hourly rate right away. When you stop thinking about your hourly rate, it's the quickest way to cease to be paid by it. Start thinking relentlessly about value that you can generate for another business or for another person or for another community, preferably one that has a capacity to pay and return that value to you. Now, until you get into this, into your head, you'll stay in the slow lane, folks. Now, okay, I'm only going to give you a few hints about my tactics to achieve the... uh, I'm going to give you a few hints about my tactics to achieve the above. Now, Northern Ireland has a GDP... Of 40, about 40 billion. Now, the backbone of most economies are SMEs, small and medium enterprises. But as I've hinted um, above, because of the history of the troubles here, we're largely subsidised by the state. But one day we'll be like other regions and have a thriving SME sector. And I'm fucking determined to be a massive part of the narrative and be indelibly inked in the history and success of Northern Ireland when we turn it round. So just like the same way that the industrialists of the past, when Belfast was at the forefront of the Industrial Revolution, when Harlan and Wolf built the ships that ruled the world, ruled the waves like the Titanic, albeit it sunk, and we were at the centre of the linen industry creating 17 million yards of the stuff in the late 18th century when Belfast was nicknamed Lineopolis. That's what we're trying to do here, folks. We will, where we are in Northern Ireland, return to those heights in the tech and startup space that I can see with things like cybersecurity and the fintech um, um, boom that's starting to happen here in Belfast. Our SME sector will also boom again. And my drive and ambition is to add so much value to it 
that I will create great wealth for me and for those around me. So think about what I'm doing. I'm giving you a tip there. I'm identifying um, some potentially thriving sectors in fintech and cybersecurity and startup space. And I'm thinking to myself, Belfast, we can help drive. We inspire each other. We can help drive us back to where we were a couple of hundred years ago. So we're having great success. And when my name is indelibly inked in the history of helping create that, what's that going to do for my wealth? I'm not thinking about how many hours or what I'm charging for my hours. I'm thinking about the legacy that that will create. I'm not thinking about the money. Now, that's the goal. And the implementation of a strategy of a course is different um, as a different matter. And that will evidence itself in time. But whilst this episode has been a bit, little bit eclectic, to say the least, I wanted to start opening up a conversation about money, about adding value, about wealth generation. I want to talk about this stuff. I want you to be able to talk about this stuff. They're very much interconnected and we need more people thinking deeply about how to connect them for our individual and our collective benefit. So if you want to start thinking like me, if you want to be free to talk about money and about wealth creation but are afraid about how that sounds or if you're starting to work out that thinking about your early rate is the greatest thing holding you back from abundance and you don't want to settle, then let's get the conversation going and talk to me on my social channels. Let's change the narrative. Let's kill the envy. Let's not hit those who think big and are filled with ambition. Let's rekindle the best of Belfast like it used to be during the Industrial Revolution. Let's make the technological revolution part of the next bit of history in Belfast and Northern Ireland and in London and all the other places too. Now, two years ago, I really hadn't done much public speaking out of outside of uh, being a barrister and best man speeches. And now I get offered speaking, paid, paid speaking engagements regularly, often which I actually have to turn down because of, of so many entrepreneurial activities um, keeping me busy. But I sought to add value to the business community here over an extended period. And now Northern Ireland PLC wants to pay it back to me. That's how it works, folks. So in in a short space of a couple of years, because of the value that I've added into a specific um, space, I now get paid for speaking engagements because I've added the value. I didn't think about the early rate. This episode, I know today, folks, was a little bit unusual, but I hope it brought you value. And if it did, then please return the favour of this free resource and gift me a subscription and a review, just like Barry McCall did with this brilliant five-star review. And it's titled, Get Out of Your Own Way, Folks! And it says, Just started listening. This is first class. And already Gavin's phrase, Get Out of Your Own Way, is hitting home. You have the ideas, the plans, etc. But you, you yourself don't follow through. It's time to produce. And he's got a big guns showing there. Warning, you might get sectioned. <laughs> he says, episode 63 just made me put my hand up and shout out, I'm a producer, I'm a fucking producer, whilst driving on my own on the motorway. Powerful stuff. Thanks very much for that review, uh, Barry. Really do appreciate it and keep the reviews coming in, folks, and you'll get a shout out. So what are you going to do, Walruses? I've freed many of you to talk openly about success, which was a big step in Northern Ireland over the last few years. Now I'm going to tentatively free you to talk about money and wealth creation. I'm still not 100% comfortable with it myself, just because of the hang-ups that we all have, but we're a work in progress. But maybe you'll just head away from this episode thinking about 
stopping to think about the extra 50p per hour that you can charge and thinking about the value that you can actually add that will lead to the wealth that you're actually seeking. At the end of the day, it's your choice.